Welcome to the Edify Studios podcast, discussing the shift of architectural concepts into actual solutions, disrupting the current status quo, and having a blast the whole time. Here are your hosts, Brad Glauser and Brad Walker. Welcome to a special glass build edition of the Edify Studios podcast. We are incredibly excited. We're going to do a small series of podcasts specifically targeting and promoting the glass build show in Atlanta this year, September 17th through the 19th. Uh, www.glassbuild.com. Log on there, register, enter in promo code EDF19, www.glassbuild.com, promo code EDF19. You're going to qualify for the opportunity, I think, of a lifetime. You're going to qualify for a tour, a VIP tour, an all access VIP tour of the Mercedes Benz Stadium. Uh, being that it's in Atlanta this year and that incredible HOK designed product is uh, right across the street, practically. Um, they've worked it out to, to be able to qualify a certain limited party for a VIP tour. And I don't mean a skirt around the fringe, look from the outside. This is a VIP tour. Locker rooms, field access, VIP suites. This is keys to the castle and it's go time. So they've worked it out with a couple of the manufacturers as well to come along, be tour guides, speak intimately about the design assist project, the products that are installed there. Um, in helping further promote this, we sat down with Tom O'Malley with Clover Architectural and Court Reese from Old Castle Building Envelope and had a great discussion about their journey from cradle to grave on this amazing project. Again, www.glassbuild.com. Register EDF19 is the promo code. You're gonna get entered into this opportunity and then hand-selected, hopefully, uh, for this, and we're excited. So without further ado, as he's about to say in about 12 seconds, here is the episode. So without further ado, let me actually introduce Mr. Court Reese, the Engineered Products Manager from OBE. How are you today, Court? I'm doing great, Brad. How are you doing? Doing good, man. Doing really well. well thanks man, for it's, having it's gonna... me on the show today and looking forward to discussing Mercedes-Benz Stadium and products that we, we placed inside. Yeah, absolutely, my man. Absolutely. Absolutely. We also have with us uh, Tom O'Malley. Tom O'Malley, Director of Sales and Partner for Clover Architectural. Tom, how are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. And also partner. I said that. You did? Yeah. Well, just wanted to double check. Tom, Tom heard it. Tom heard it. I heard it. I Mr. Heard it. Mr. O'Malley got it. Was it real. <laughs> well, hey, guys. Thanks so much for joining us today. We are going to dive into a couple of the... Uh, man, just this, this, this structure is literally one of the coolest things that I actually do. So these guys here are just like us. We walk around these cities or walk around the towns that we actually go and do and all we're doing is looking up, right? It's just called look up architecture. Everybody's sitting there staring at their phones or looking at what their next step's going to be, make sure they don't step off the curb incorrectly. But for some reason, and maybe it's just because we got glass and metal coursing through our veins. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that for we sure. have that we have to look up. And these two individuals are 
basically the same. <laughs> well, no, we look at we look at things uh, as uh, you know, like in the Matrix, they only see ones and zeros, and they see the world how they see it, but through ones and zeros, we see we see every everything we look at. We we look like I wonder what that looked like in plan view, or yeah. I wonder what the details of this piece. Like we looked at it in, in terms of plan view and spec view. So today we've actually got Court and Tom here that are actually going to take us through a little bit of. You know, just a little bit of the behind the scenes for it to kind of give us a little bit of a teaser what we're going to expect on this tour at Glass Build. So let's start with actually Court first. Court, kind of introduce us a little bit. How did you get introduced to uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium and this opportunity for OBE? Sure. We started looking at this with HOK Architecture and uh, then with the, G the general contractor of the project that was on our specific area, which was Holder. I do believe there were multiple contractors working on this uh, massive project that had a very, very tight window. Um, and that was a, one of the most unique challenges to this project. When we ended up working with the glazing contractors, there was two different contractors that we did work with. And then we all kind of collaborated, collaborated together. Uh, this was approximately about the install of the products were approximately about 16 months after CRH wow. and CR Lawrence merged together and CRH uh, acquired CRL. So this provided Old Castle an instant opportunity for synergistic relationships with CRL. And um, we ended up forming a very tight bond and working really well together, which was imperative for this project. There were 84 all glass doors that went into it. Oh my gosh. 56 of those were emergency panic devices, the Bloomcraft PA 100s. Wow. There were so all, just, a, yeah. just a plethora of entrances and exits and egress and ingress. Oh my gosh. That's, that's crazy. a lot. That's insane. That was uh, the owners, so the Falcons, and then the architect's idea on creating an open environment into their secluded areas. So you saw this in the suites, you saw this in the um, specially barred areas where it was access controlled, and they wanted to use the Bloomcraft PA100 paint device as an access control for these um, specific, specific areas. So there's a couple areas that I wanted to ask you about specifically. We got sky bridges, the hundred yard club, and then 16 stories of glass, labeled kind of as the about 200, about almost 23,000 square feet of glass actually on this thing. So the windows to the city. Talk about that a little bit. How was that to actually engineer with the just the dimensions of the stadium, man? I mean the eight different facets that are actually attached to it, that actually replicate in the roof panels. But I'm curious about just how was that to design and kind of go down to achieve with HOK? Well, I mean, that was their intent was to have as much glass and openness into this massive concrete structure as possible. And HOK had a great outlook in, in the beginning of wanting to try to, even though it was going to be enclosed much of the time, bring the outside end to this facility. And they chose glass to do that. And with all architects, you know, they want to see as few sight lines as possible. <laughs> I mean, when do we not talk to an architect where uh, their goal is to minimize sight lines as much as possible? Yeah, just walls of glass. So 
in order to do this, we, we did some openings that were 14 foot wide, or 14 foot high, excuse me, and uh, 20 foot wide. And we used half inch glass and made them into structural fin walls, uh, attached a top loaded system and glass fins at the top. Uh, CRL actually worked really well in designing custom fabricated headers for this project that ran continuous all across the, the 20 foot opening. So this project has some really cool pieces that you don't see every day. And, you know, we, we have people that still come to us today. Oh yeah, we were at Mercedes Benz stadium this weekend and we saw the entrance into the hundred yard club and we loved it. We want to have that on our project. <laughs> and I mean, it, it catch your eye. So no, absolutely, opportunity to showcase our talents as well, as well as CRLs. Awesome. Awesome. That's incredible. Uh, real quick, we're going to jump to Tom and uh, Tom, give us some information about the products provided by Clover Architectural on this project. Sure. So Clover got involved um, actually shortly after we formed as a company. Um, so it was quite a project to jump into. I joke that I don't think my parents would give me this project, but we had a, uh, a long-standing relationship with the glazing contractor Crown Corps that we had worked on uh, past stadiums with in our in our previous employment, and uh, I think they felt comfortable with us and our approach. And so, what we provided was um, all these sliding glass doors for 184 suites. So that included 750 doors, 1,500 door rails, um, and we partnered with a company called Hawa and use their sliding glass um, rollers and their track system. So we had two different track systems on this project. We had their Aperto system, which tied into our Clover architectural rail products. Um, so that was our custom three and five eighths rail. And then we also used their um, Variotech system, which is a custom rail that is actually, it's a two piece rail that can allow us the, the door to both swing and to also slide. Um, so it actually releases itself down with uh, a special tool that allows the door to swing and to slide, which is mostly, obviously you can't do that with a standard door. So those are some of the things we got involved with. We also were asked by uh, Crown Corps to uh, help with the embed layouts and then engineer all the steel layouts. When you're using a top hung sliding glass door system, you have to have steel to support it. So we engineered and designed that, uh, which included all the custom crash analysis uh, and the engineering to make sure that everything would work out once they put it put it in in the field. Um, we came up with a couple new products on this as well. We, uh, with how we designed a, a custom pop-up strike that it accounted for one inch deflection that could withstand the loads of a full stadium. Uh, so that was a, kind of a, a unique system we did. And then we also came up with a, a, a special hinge uh, for some of the swing panels. So th there's small little returns. The Most of our doors sat on top of the drink counters. And so these were not full height doors, but they are proud of the uh, swing door that would allow you to leave the suite and go down to the seats outside this outside the suite. And so there's a little 12 inch return panel that you couldn't put a roller on. So we designed a custom hinge that attached to the adjacent door and allowed that to slide with the other ones. 
so kind of this. What you said, seven hundred and fifty. Did I get that number? That's correct. That was just kind of like passed over, glazed over. Seven hundred and fifty of these. Correct. Things. So, is this mainly for the concessions areas, or is it for the suites areas? <laughs> I mean, kind of give us a little bit of the insight as far as where these are located, sure. and how these guys can expect to actually interact with them when they do the tour. Correct. Yeah, these are for all the. All, I believe all the suites on the job. There's some suites that our system did not go into. They did not have top hung sliding systems. Um, but wow. every other suite in the stadium was the Clover sliding glass door system. And so is this for also for to kind of enclose the suite or then to open the suite for then field access and the, the ambient noises? Or is that, that the purpose of the doors and kind of just either private or then Correct. open? Correct, yeah. So there, in every suite, there's a swing door that allows them to kind of... Uh, so once you come into the suite itself, um, then right. then there's a, a, a pivot door that pivots out to the, the, to the seats that you can sit with the common people, if you'd like to say. Um, but still, <laughs> still would have the ability to go back into your suite and and, and you know get any of the, the the goodies inside there. With with that also, there is a um, sliding system that will open up the whole suite. So if it's a nice day and they they have the roof open and you want the fresh air, you can do that. If it's a, an event that's very loud and you want to have a little bit more privacy, you can have those doors closed. I think primarily they do try to open them up for all the, for all the games, and I think every suite holder has the ability to request you know what they want to do before the before the event. Uh, pretty much, I'm sure they they do not allow any suite holders to move the the the, the sliding doors once once the event starts. So, got a question of how translating that from HOK's vision into actually how that was going to be executed. We talk a lot about on the Edify Studios podcast about how the applications people, we kind of denote them as third rounders and bringing those people that are going to execute the work into the early works conversation with the architect. How was that to basically then speak with HOK, kind of see their sketches, see the design development drawings or CD drawings, whatever you got to interact with, and then bring that into an actual design? I mean... Was that something you kind of just went, all right, we're going to just roll up our sleeves and do it? I mean, was there kind of like a special story as far as how you came up with the top hung, how you came up with with some of the um, special custom hardware? I mean, where was that for you? Or maybe you can kind of give a little insight to that. Sure. So we, we came in a little bit later than normally on a job uh, for us. Um, this was already somewhat designed um, as far as what they wanted to do. And when our customer was awarded the project um, and they knew what we were doing here at Clover, uh, they felt comfortable working with us and our team uh, from, from past projects. So when we, when we got involved is we, we made some uh, pretty large mock-ups that we sent down to the job site. We went down to several job site meetings and kind of helped coordinate what exactly they wanted to do in terms of, you know, in terms of the one inch deflection and what we had to come up with that with the custom pop-up strike. and and coming up with how we're going to make that 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 extra little 12 inch return panel work um, since there's not room so a lot of those things is where clover and our partner Howa got involved in making this system work to to what they wanted um i know in general they had some other things designed when they were first put it out to bid but i don't know if they had all these things worked out um because when we were looking at it a lot of those things had not been officially done all the way and from our past experience in stadiums, you know, a lot of those things they do kind of expect to be worked out 
you know, in the drawing process, almost as a little bit of a design build uh, to make to make the suites work. Yeah, I could only imagine. It sounds very similar um, to what Court was um, kind of addressing with CRL and understanding how some of those openings being 20 foot wide or the 750 doors and the one inch deflection, but you really just kind of had to roll up your sleeves. You mentioned pop, you mentioned the pop-up strikes and those mock-ups. I'm interested to kind of understand, was it kind of just a product sample that you sent and said, Hey, or a drawing or you, what type of mock-ups were you looking at? I mean, this is, this is quite substantial. Uh, I'm assuming. Yeah. So we made a, um, like a six, uh, I'm sorry, a five panel mock-up that was about two to three foot tall. So we did not do a full size mock-up in a suite, but we did we did basically uh, replicate what they would be working with. And so we sent that down. It was something you could put on top of a table. Um, and it was, you know, these, these panels were not necessarily uh, the same width, but they were, you know, I think they were about uh, 18 inches to 24 inches wide. Uh, going back on memory for each each panel, we had four or five of those doors in there. Um, so that's that's what we did kind of for the mock-up that we sent down to the to meet with the architect and 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 the uh, and and uh, holder and uh, Hunt was the other contractor on there. I think there's a, even a third um, that we went with HOK on and and our customer Crown Core. And then as far as the pop-up strike, that's something we more engineered um, and came up with. It wasn't something we sent any samples for. But it was something that had to be designed and engineered specifically for this project. Got it. That's that's pretty detailed, though. That's I mean, that's given them at least a a really relative uh, view into what that door is going to look like. Sure, it's not the same you know height and width as what they're looking at, but the 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 everything else is there. Correct. It was it was mainly to show them the how smooth the system worked in terms of how it how it how it slid and how it how it how it turned and um, and, and just. For their comfort level, they had not worked with uh, Clover or Hawa and a stadium in the past, so that was the the comfort level that, that we were offering them. Well, almost nobody worked with Clover at no, that exactly, point. Exactly, right? exactly. I mean, I mean, that was yeah, that's jumping off of a very big diving board. Um, jumping, jumping over back to court. Uh, you know, OBE is clearly like one of the biggest companies. In, in the universe when it comes to specifically building envelope uh they have everything or own a company that has almost everything else uh so what what were, what were the products that were uh from the obe family the lineup what, what was used on this thing we used the dr4 rails top and bottom on the doors as well as the side lights uh, we used the cr lawrence spider fittings uh, the fin receptors Bloomcraft PA100 F-style panics. Um, those went full height. They had the access control using a ESK2 electric strike. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The um, so these these were going to be high usage doors. We went with a, a heavier closer. It was an LCN 6030, and we wow. paired that with Rickson H340 and H345 pivot sets. So beefy. beefy. That was a beefy door. Yeah. And it's it's made Okay, was that the 20 foot was that the 14 foot door? Those were that was every door leaf we put into the into Oh, every the, single one of them. Had that had that closer with the pivot option. Wow. 
that's and, sounds like the right, sounds like the right lineup because that's that's going to get so much uh, open and close on the regular. Like that's a, that's a tremendous load uh, in and out on an, on an access, specifically on a big day. So that's that sounds like it's the right lineup. And the glazing contractor who installed most of these was Glassstream, which is based out of Atlanta, and um, we went back after the install and. I think it was after the first season so uh the winter of early 2018 and we made some adjustments to the doors on site and they've been you know happy and working great so i got a so. question for you um court so in your original <laughs> your original submittal package when you actually went through this and said, okay, we're going to use the Rixons, we're going to use the LCNs, this is the direction we're going to go. Was that actually in the door hardware schedule? Or was it something that had to be specially engineered to be like, hey, look, because of the size of this, because of the heavy use of this, or or how was that, how are those decisions made from a hardware schedule standpoint? That's a, I think that's such a big one for the industry in general. And as you, as we kind of take that tour through the stadium, you'll see, I, I want to, I kind of want to bookmark that a little bit because when I see that, I, I want to know if that was actually something that was chosen before or after the process. No, that like Tom was saying, that was kind of a design build phase of this project. I mean, we knew their intent, we knew their desires. We just had to work with the architects to make sure that the products, the, the, the function of the products they were asking for could meet the structural requirements of the job. And so, we worked together into getting into those um, components and did the engineering on the openings, making sure that, you know, we were providing the end users the best possible products available. And it's so so important to be part of that process early, right? To, to be involved early to design these things that are going to take a tremendous amount more than a normal door, quote unquote. Not, not that any of these are normal doors. But uh, you know that's that's the that's the brilliance of uh, the design team understanding. Look, we we've got to get Court in here, and we've got to get Tom in here, and we've got to get a bunch of people in here to start figuring this out. And it sounds like they they did that. They got the they got the people there, and they got things going. Yeah, the design team did a great job in in getting it all the information early, and then allowing us to have the time to work through it and get the products approved. And then in-house ready for the install because by the time the summer of 2017 came the construction had delayed the project and you know as as it usually works out interior glass or one of the last items to be installed and so it was really crunch time on production we were building lots of glass doors out of here every week specifically for the stadium project it was um, crunch time on the glazing contractors who were installing these crown core and glass stream. And, and everyone really worked to get us openings in the time that we could provide them the products and then go back and, you know, uh, also work to get the products installed to the opening sizes. Yeah. It sounds like it was a just in time event all the way across the entire um, structure of the project, both for Tom and also for you, Court. That's that's really interesting. When I say just in time, it's not only just from a delivery as far as when openings are going to be released for fabrication and installation, but 
almost like a just-in-time design build process that you guys were both looking at to say, hey, we're actually diving into this um, to make sure that it's not only engineered properly, but there might be a three quarters of a good suggestion given by HOK and their consultants and, and those guys in mind. But just the application that you guys were able to bring to it was just that just in time design and then a just in time fabrication release. Yeah. Um, what a, uh, man, that just sounds completely, uh, right. It's almost, <laughs> it sounds exciting, but I can understand the stress that's involved with it as well. You know what I mean? Oh, it sounds like the perfect horror. Right. That's exactly what we look for and live for in this in this environment is that absolute terror show that is the, the hurry. Figure it out. But now you really have to figure it out. You know, I want to I want to make sure that we is we give a couple of sneak peeks as you guys walk through it. We, we want to invite everybody to come back into it. Is there anything that that is uh, um, as we go through it or is there any any teasers that you want to actually say? Be like, hey, we're going to share a story when we get up to the, the 100 Club or something like that or. Something like that that you can kind of give out um, that uh, is maybe not necessarily seen when, or not necessarily, uh, I, yeah, known right now when it comes when it when it comes to the stadium or like you know like I'd, I'd love to kind of give those glass nerds a little bit of like hey you'll get to see some products or you get to see this or something like that. Is there something you can actually give to those guys that they're gonna make sure they actually sign up for this thing and get this thing in their in their books for their schedule? Yeah, we'll start with uh, court. Anything on that one? There are a couple items on that site that are very unique and specific. Uh, we had to get special sign-off from the City of Atlanta Fire Department for these, so that's something we'll share on-site at Glass Build Tours. That would be rad, actually. I would love to see some. Are those the fire fittings you were talking about? No, they're not, they're not fire fittings, but it's um, it has to do with the access control and the door. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. That'll be rad. That'll be really cool. And then... Uh, Tom, what do you think, man? Is there anything you want to want to share as far as like your products and how you can introduce those, or what's any secrets behind the scenes thing? Sure. Yeah. No, I, I think probably more than anything is just most of us don't get the opportunity to go into a suite and to see, you know, see what it looks like from from that perspective, and, and to see how this, you know, systems like this work. Um, I don't have anything more specific in terms of uh, of um, like court had with a special product but i mean really to see how that system works and you know they'll have a, a suite open and we can show them how it slides back and forth and how that extra little special hinge was designed and um i think that'd be pretty cool and then the yes and then the um to see the uh the variotech system to show them how it's a two-piece rail system how that can uh, be released down and slide and leave the top portion in place i think that's a pretty cool system that it, you know, you're, you're just not going to see that on the typical wow. glass door. Um, there's, no, there's no need for it on, on most applications. So primarily you, see, you do see it in the stadium. So that, that would be a pretty cool um, thing to see while on the tour. You know, you guys, if you're listening to the podcast and you guys are thinking about attending Glass Build, we would just urge you just to, you guys, this is a rare event. This is something that we actually get to have just maybe once in – like every two or three years or 10 years, when you actually look at this, is we get a tour in an, an actual iconic project in architecture world. We get to go with Court Reese and Tom O'Malley, these people that actually probably just sweat, blood, sweat, and tears on this thing, you know, just to get into this thing. Now they actually get to open it up, not only just unhinge it, but 
Remember like when you're a kid and you're just like, I want to figure out how this works for like a Christmas toy or something like that. Now you get to like take it apart and stuff like that. These guys get to invite you into that world to kind of just disassemble a little bit of this, of these glass and door products inside uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium to really invite you into how these were engineered, how these were decided. I mean, that two-piece rail system, Tom, that sounds pretty cool. I know you probably like dealt with it way too much to be like, oh, that is what it is. But to me, no, it is. Awesome. And also like to add, I was the 2018 best tour guide um, in a, several different magazines. So I've got, yeah. 2018 best tour yeah. guide in several different yeah. magazines, huh? Tom's really put the pressure <laughs> on here. Has voted on by some people. So, uh, Court, you better wear a nice shirt, okay? That's right. Now, these guys are seasoned veterans within the uh, window and door and glass world. We want to make sure that you guys understand that that, uh, that these guys have the applications. They actually are going to unleash way more than behind the scenes in this. So we would urge you guys to go to um, – Make sure you book those tickets, get those things rolling, and actually sign up for this event. This is one of the most unique parts of Glass Build. I think we're actually going to be introducing. No, this is out. This is outstanding. And just to, just to remind everybody that this is uh, September eighteenth, Wednesday, September eighteenth is when this tour will actually take place. It's before the show begins. Uh, it's a tour of the Mercedes Benz Stadium, uh, and again, this is locker rooms, fields, sky bridges, hundred yard club, uh, and so much more. It literally is a, a hands-on guided tour by nerds just like us. We're going to show us exactly what's going on, and we get to we get to really see it from uh, from a vantage point that we just don't get. We don't we don't get this uh, thrown at us very often. So, I just wanted to throw a sincere thank you to uh, Tom with Clover Architectural, Court OBE. Uh, thank you both so much for 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 agreeing to be part of this and uh, and sitting with us. Yeah, and if you guys have any questions um, for Tom or for Court individually, um, we want to make sure that you reach back out to Edify Studios, um, uh, and we'd be glad to facilitate that conversation. Um, reach us on Instagram, Edify underscore Studios, also on LinkedIn at Edify Studios. Just um, push, a, push a personal message our way, but also reach out to Clover Architectural Products at www.cloverarchitecturalproducts.com. Um, I know Tom will just be willing to dive into whatever projects you guys are going to be looking at. And then make sure that you guys uh, use those applications and custom unit, uh, custom projects that, that Court mentioned within the thing. It's just that how, that, how enabled OBE is to kind of just integrate the different family of products that they've got. Great. And reach out to them on um, OBE.com. That's OBE.com. Pretty simple, straightforward. Um, to just research some of their products. They got some great stuff that's super accessible on the websites. Man, just thanks so much for joining us today on the podcast as we wrap things up. Um, yeah, hit, hit, yeah, no, it's just uh, make sure you hit glassbuildamerica.com and register. That's how you're going to get into this uh, tour opportunity, glassbuildamerica.com. Tom, thank you again. Court, thank you again. Thanks for having us. Yep, th- my pleasure. Thanks, guys, for having us. Absolutely. Well, thanks guys so much, and we'll look forward to seeing you at Glass Build America at uh, on September seventeenth through the nineteenth, two thousand nineteen. Thanks guys for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the Edify Studios podcast with hosts Brad Glauser and Brad Walker. To learn more about Edify Studios, visit www.edify-studios.com. That's www.edify-studios.com.